get ready to strap on your boots. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. Today's guest is Dr. Terry Levine. She's a business consultant and published author. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to be here with you. Awesome. And I read online that you call yourself a heart entrepreneur. And I'm curious, you know, obviously it's a heart and it's an entrepreneur. What made you put those two together? And what was, what was that whole moment like when you came up with it? Thanks for asking, Jason. And I can't take credit for it. <laughs> One of my publishers who knew me for a really long time said, you're a heart entrepreneur. And I went, a heart what? And he said, you do business with heart. You need to teach other people to do the same. So I trademarked entrepreneur we branded it and it has become our company name especially with such a ruthless business world out there you need a little bit of heart and some people might say it's naive but you know what with all the clouds you need some sunshine so i say uh, it was a good idea to come up with that name Thank you. and and so you mentioned your publisher you mentioned entrepreneur and a couple of things like that but when when was the first moment that you realized that you were an entrepreneur and that you wanted to be an entrepreneur? What was that first moment? It was actually in college. I was going to get my master's as a speech language pathologist. And I just said, I'm going to open my own clinic. I knew nothing about sales, marketing, or business. I just felt like I wanted to go in that direction. So that was the very first business that I owned. Awesome. And speaking of business, today's topic is the top three things to avoid when running a business. And this is a really touchy subject because there are tons of people out there that want to start businesses, especially with the pandemic. You know, everybody wanted to start a new business and saying top three things people do wrong or the top three mistakes is really going to be tough for you. I'm thinking here because there are probably 3000 mistakes that people make, right? So, but let's start with the first mistake people make and we'll go off of that one. All right, well, I do have a lot. So the very first one that comes to me in this moment is being a cookie cutter business, not being unique, not having a proprietary system, method, product, or program, or service, and then looking like everybody else. People will just go to somebody who's cheaper and not choose you. Yeah, that's a great point. Differentiation, right? Because a lot of people come to me and say, hey, I have a great idea for an app. But when they tell me the idea, it's just like the other 27 apps that are out there that already do what they're saying. And the same goes for the people that want to start an e-commerce business. Same thing, right? It's like there's a million e-commerce websites. So that's a great point is you're not, people who are listening, you're not differentiating enough. You have to come up with an original idea, a unique product or service and uh, stand out from the crowd because if not, you're going to be you know, sucked in by the saturation out there, right? Exactly. So what would be the second biggest mistake people make? <laughs> um, I don't think the audience will like this. However, I'm just very transparent about this. And that is being on social media all the time and thinking somehow that's going to grow your business. So that's actually, in my experience, not a good idea. Um, social media is not a way to build the best relationships and it's not heart to heart. It's not the, the best use of your time. So instead of hiding behind your computer, get out there and actually re meet real people and create value for them. Yeah, and let's put it this way. Uh, social media is toxic. It causes depression. It causes people to be more socially isolated, even though, of course, during the pandemic, it was a saving grace for a lot of people because we had video interactions with people and being able to stay in touch and keep, keep track of what people are doing. So there's, I always say social media is a tool that should be used for certain things and, and not for wasting time, right? And, 
And I think that people are wasting time. And, and like, like you said, it's not going to make your business any better. Although on the other hand, you mentioned getting out there and getting more business. So how can you do that with this whole, you know, COVID situation? What, what, are there ways that you found that are effective? Sure. I mean, there's lots of things that you can do online other than social media. There's lots of groups that meet online. There's networking groups. There's like-minded groups. You can start your own group. You could go to trainings. You can give a training. So just really pay attention because social media by itself is not necessarily the thing. And instead, the thing is being where your like-minded audience can gather and you can really get to know each other, heart to heart, build relationships. Interesting. So you're actually suggesting to drill down to the basic, you know, infrastructure of social media, which is the internet, right? Yep. And and use the internet um, to your advantage, not so much, you know, Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, and all these other, you know, stuff that's out there, but actually using maybe online forums, maybe jumping on Reddit, um, meetup.com, or any other kind of kind of social interaction. That's, that's a good way to look at it. So, you know, people should start doing that instead of looking at cat videos, right? <laughs> Which are fun once in a while uh, when you're in the bathroom, but not when you're trying to get to work. <laughs> We've got to spend our time wisely. <laughs> exactly. So let's talk about the third mistake people are making. This is going to be a whopper, I'm guessing, in terms of how to, what should they avoid? Stop pitching. I mean, every day, whether it's in my email, whether it's a text message, whether it is on social media, it's a pitch. Build relationships. You know, if I wanted to go on a date with someone, I wouldn't go, hey, go on a date with me when you don't even know me. Stop pitching. Start listening and building relationships. That's the baby. Yeah, and, and that actually is something that goes way past even just being a business owner. But when you say pitching, for example, to investors, right? Because a lot of people are out there with their product or their service and they're pitching to investors. And in my book and my course, what I always teach is do not pitch investors, build a relationship with them, ask for their suggestions and feedback because you know how rich people are. They love to talk and, and help people, right? They love to help. So just ask for help. Just say, I'm looking for some feedback and they'll be more than happy to give you some insights. And then you never know, they might find your product or service enticing. They pull out that checkbook. That's a good point. So let's talk a bit about when you became an entrepreneur and the, one of the biggest challenges that you faced from kind of transitioning from like, I guess you would call the corporate world or like the real world to our fantasy world of entrepreneurship. You know, there must've been like a challenge that you faced that was really difficult to overcome, but you, you, you got through that obstacle. So I have had eight totally different multi-million dollar businesses and this consulting business that I love so much for 27 years. When I first started in this business, I was doing what everybody else was doing. And I was doing the marketing the way they were doing it. And I was doing everything the way they were doing it. And honestly, the challenge for me was it wasn't authentic. It wasn't transparent. And it didn't even feel like I was being in integrity. And I decided not to do it that way and threw out everything that everybody else taught me and told me. And I had literally got 30 clients in 30 days with a waiting list. And I knew that by building heart to heart relationships, it was the right way. But I followed the wrong advice to begin with. Wow. That's tough. Uh, and, and everybody has been there at one point, you know, following the wrong person or listening to the wrong person. Now let's, let's talk about the other side of the coin. 
when you had a mentor or someone who you look up to give you the right advice? What was that piece of advice that really changed the game for you? Oh, I love this. So I had a, a, my first mentor, I owned an art business and this woman owned a competing art business, but she took me under her wing and she was mentoring me. And one of the things that she said to me that I have always remembered is don't use the word I. What? She said, if you're using the word I, you're all about yourself and your ego and you're actually not listening. And I became very tuned in for that. So when I'm having a conversation with someone, Jason, tell me what's going on for you. What's up for you? What can I, it's not all about me. And that was a real game changer for me. Best advice I ever got. That's great. And that, that reminds me of uh, the book Dale Carnegie wrote, um, How to Win Friends and Gain Influence, right? Where he says yeah. to just listen, listen, listen. Um, the more you seem interested in other people, the more likely you are to gain influence over them, whether friendship or business. So I, I, I feel the same way when I'm talking to people in public or anywhere, they want to know so much about me. And I don't really want to talk about myself because it's the same stuff over and over again, you know? So I just kind of ask them a lot of questions. So, and, and it's a good way to learn about people, right? The, the more, cause you might, you might not have thought to ask somebody a question about their business or whatever they're doing and they just spill their guts. And now you're getting all this, you know, fodder for your, for your brain to start picking out what you want to talk about. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and the term that goes with that is to be interested, not interesting. Yeah. I love that. That's great. So that's a really good way to look at it too. And uh, so let's say that Doc Brown shows up with a DeLorean, okay? And you're at your office, you're like, oh my God, well, Doc Brown, what are you doing here? He's like, great, Scott, I can take you back to the future to a moment you made a big mistake and I'm going to help you fix it. What is that mistake and how do you fix it? Well, that's easy for me. I spent five years in corporate America as president of a national healthcare company. I was miserable every day and I didn't fit in. I should have said no to that J-O-B and started this business then. That's easy. I hope he's coming. <laughs> so, so people are listening, you're saying to don't take the big corporate job instead, jump into entrepreneurship right away? I'm saying do what's in your heart. If you feel that you're taking a J-O-B just because it's a lot of money or your ego says, ooh, big deal, I'm a president of a company or whatever the job is, really follow your heart. I didn't. Interesting. I like that. So once you did transition over and you started to do well in your business, was there a moment when you were struggling to the point where you hit a wall and you wanted to throw in the towel and give up? And if so, how did you get through that moment? So I can't say that I had that moment. I always find a way or make a way. However, about 17 years ago, I was suddenly struck with a neurological disease, and I was unable to run my company. I was literally in a bed and in a wheelchair for 18 months on a huge Jeez. amount of medication. Yeah. Um, and so I wasn't ready to give up my business. So I was ready to give up on myself, and I turned that around by turning the focus to other people and not about myself, and I stopped the pity party. So you were paying it forward in a sense, learning how to do certain things. And then, so is that a big part of what you do is you take your knowledge and you help others with their businesses in order to succeed where you, you've seen yourself maybe struggle and you're like, well, I'm going to help these people through it before they get to that point, right? Yeah, I've worked with over 6,000 people in 19 countries and hundreds of industries. So I've been there, done that. And I always tell people it's better to look at mistakes and you learn from mine, don't make them yourself, and then you can earn from my mistakes. That's great. So um, 
what would you tell entrepreneurs listening to this in terms of some words of encouragement or inspiration on following their dreams? I will tell you that I literally have not only worked with thousands of clients, but I've been around thousands and thousands of people from stages and platforms. And those people who truly said, this is my soul calling, this is my passion, and went for it and decided to find a way no matter what, are the happiest people I think I've ever met on the planet. So do what's in your heart. I love it. And where could people find out more about what you do and what you offer and how they can get help from you? The best place, honestly, is my Facebook group. We've got about 62, 6,300 business owners, and I give lots of free training. And my life's work is all in there for free. And that group is called Heartrepreneurs, which has an app, Heartrepreneurs with Terry Levine, um, or heartrepreneur.com is the other place. Awesome. Everyone, check out heartrepreneurs.com and her Facebook page because that sounds very valuable and insightful. I'm excited. And before I let you go, I want to do a quick lightning round. It's a little silly, but it's fun just to kind of have some fun. I'm curious what everyone thinks about these because I, I always think about it. So if you had to choose the better of two evils, would you choose MySpace or Facebook? Facebook. All right. If you could pick one of the, these four for your next business and it would succeed no matter what, would it be traction, technology, team, or revenue? Revenue. Okay. Everybody usually chooses that for some reason. <laughs> for some reason, I, I always think traction is better because traction's tough to get, man. Traction, <laughs> re revenue, not so much, but traction. All right. Um, what's your favorite company's culture? Zappos. Oh, cool. All right. I like Zappos. Nice, good pair of shoes. <laughs> if you could choose a city to start your next company, which would it be and why? It would be Playa del Carmen, Mexico, because I live there four months out of the year. I love the people. I love the culture. And uh, I would love to make an impact there. That's great. My parents go there one month every year. Oh, wow. How about that? <laughs> they, they always invite me, but I, I'm single. So I don't like going by myself because I'm single. So one of these days I'll go. All right. Let's say um, Neo shows up and he plugs you into the matrix and says, you can learn one thing. By plugging you in, what would it be? How to be happy all the time. Well, he didn't give you the red pill. That's a chemical, man. I, I'm talking about a skill. <laughs> I know kung fu. That's cool. We'll, we'll let it go. We'll let it slide. You want to be happy. All right. And during the quarantine, what was your favorite show that you binged? I don't watch TV. Did you watch a movie that you liked? Um, and I don't usually watch movies. However, what I did is I watched a ton of YouTube videos. They're just distorted, and it was probably one of the best times in my life. You name it, I watched it. I just got really into YouTube. Nice. That's cool. That's, you were binging YouTube. So that, yeah. was your, that was the favorite thing you binged. Yeah. All right, cool. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming, Terry. It was a pleasure talking to you. And I'm, I'm sure people learn a lot on this episode. Thanks, Jason. All right, everyone, we'll see you in next week's episode. Thanks for listening. If you learned something in today's episode, please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. You can learn more about me at jasonsherman.org. Don't forget to pick up a copy of my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, on Amazon. 
And if you want to dive even deeper into the world of entrepreneurship, I suggest you sign up for my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy.com. Also, you can support this podcast by leaving me a positive review and also by visiting patreon.com slash strap on your boots to become a member and get bonus material. See you in next week's episode.